0: You're listening to Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists but no one is talking about. Learn more about us by visiting our website at www.drleslieinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie.
1: All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dr. Leslie And I am Dr. Leslie, your host. And this is where we are all about empowering, encouraging, and inspiring mothers who are struggling to raise their sons. And so today we are joined with oh from Dope Travelista. And I thought it was important to hear her story because Elle is all about self-care. And what I have found in my experience is many women, um, and especially mothers, and especially mothers with sons, we have a hard time trying to take care of ourselves. And Elle has mastered the area. She's mastered this subject of self-care. I mean, she she chooses to work when she wants to work. As a matter of fact, she works from anywhere. She's what you call one of those WFAs. And she's going to talk to us all about that. And so as we are talking about... uh, self-care, I want you to relate this back to your son, back to your relationship with your son, and actually improving the relationship that you have with yourself, mom. And so without further ado, I want to just introduce Elle from Dope Travelista. Just just tell us, first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Elle, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you for this invitation. Um, Well, a little bit about me. I am um, the founder of a blog called Dope Travelista, which focuses on travel, what I like to call mental beauty, and also creating a work from anywhere lifestyle. So for me, that's freelancing. But for other people, it might just be um, finding a way to work remotely with their company and um when i say mental beauty that's not really a common term but you know a lot, a lot of our society is focused on being beautiful on the outside but to me it's more important to be beautiful inside what is your mind like <laughs> that's that's really key so um it's about doing things for yourself that nourish your your um know your mind that inner journey you know how are you tending to yourself in that way so that's a big part of my life and I know you mentioned I'm a master I don't know if I'd call myself a master but I am on an inner journey that I hold um I I prioritize that part of my life and so for me that comes before everything like if I'm not if I'm not feeling well with myself with um you know how my mental state is and how my physical health is then everything else in my life will suffer so that means my work will suffer my relationships will suffer everything else will break mm-hmm. down if i'm not taking care of the self so i think um well, you know, that's L, you also key for moms make it, you make it,
1: yes you make it so easily but why are so many mothers struggling in this area And then did you ever struggle in this area, which is why you made it so much of a priority now?
0: (laughs) Yes. So I've definitely struggled with this area. And actually, the way I got into the work from anywhere lifestyle is because I struggled with this area. Being in a corporate nine to five job, it was really challenging for me. And I found myself to be stressed out all the time. I felt like the pressures that were put on me um, at work and just the way I felt about my day-to-day because of the job, it was really weighing on me. And I remember feeling just, there was this tension in my body all the time, just stress all the time from work. And so with that, I didn't really felt like I had control over my time, and so I was looking for a bit more flexibility. And with that flexibility um, of freelancing, I was able to create a, a, you know, I I managed my my life. Well, okay, a lot of people kind of are live tape work, I should say. And so for me, I don't do that. like I always put the life first and then the work comes second and I think a lot of people they're like, what you know don't you have bills? Don't you have responsibilities? Yes, of course. I still have bills, I still have responsibilities and I do tend to those. I still manage those. I still um, help my clients in the ways that they need help, whatever support they need. But if I'm not making the time for um, you know my own self-care practices then I like I said earlier, everything else will be affected. So yeah, yeah, with me being a freelancer now and having a little bit more time to, you know, uh, more flexibility with my time, it gives me the chance to structure my day so that I can tend to, you know, my personal self-care.
1: Yes. And you said some important things, stress, tension in your body and having control over your time, which are some of the top Uh, things that mothers that we work with are struggling with. And so the thing is, when they are also struggling with the relationship with their son, some of them might be thinking, they might be listening to you and saying, I I just can't because I work with mothers who absolutely feel that they cannot structure their time. They cannot uh, take control over their time because their son or all of their children have just taken control over their lives. And as a result, they are having, uh, or they are experiencing uh, stress in their body, tension in their body. They are uh, experiencing a lot of health issues and some, in some ways, mental health issues. And so how do you actually make the decision because you said you made the decision which is really part one even in my book you have to admit that there's a problem but even after you admit there's a problem how do you make that a transferable skill I'm going to say skill here to say this is what I'm going to do now and push everything out even when you have your son pulling on you telling you what he needs even if he can't if he can't talk he's hollering and screaming how do you make the decision to truly take care of yourself
0: Mm -hmm. i think um when something gets bad enough for you and for every everyone bad could mean a completely different thing but when something gets bad enough for you you will finally make that decision and say, okay, something has to change. Do I want to continue living the rest of my life or feeling like, you know, my, you know, the instances that are happening with my son are dictating my life and dictating my decisions? Or in my instance, was it, do I want to continue waking up each day, going to work each day, feeling like this for the next 40, 50 years? And the answer was no. (laughs) It was a very strong, very strong no. And so I started just looking for options that would give me me a way out of what my current reality was at that time. And so you have to decide, is this really bad enough for you to make, make a decision? Or do you want to make, do you want to wait until it gets that bad? Do you want to wait until, you're so stressed out that you have stomach ulcers or until you're, um, you know, stress, so stressed out or so depressed that you can barely function throughout the day. Like you don't have to wait until it gets that bad, but some people do. And, you know, that's when you really, you're gonna make that decision or or suffer the consequences. And I think it's so important to pay attention you know, increase your self-awareness. Like, how do you feel? How are you feeling throughout the day? How does your body feel?
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: then in 2020, that became like the, the mantra of the year. Um, my mother would say, you got to listen to your body. You have to listen to your body. And I had heard that before, but in 2020, that, that took on a whole new meaning for me and i think 2020 yeah. changed a lot for so many people just collectively what we're ha- what's going yes. on in the world. and so i think i've seen a greater focus on, you know, self-care and all of that um just based on what's going on but for moms it's and i don't have kids, i want to say that. so i, you know, it's kind of um i it's easy to look in from the outside. but for me just um I'm thinking that, you know, creating that time in your life where you can make space for yourself is going to help everything else. So you might feel like you don't have time, but there's always a pocket of time somewhere that you can take from somewhere else. So maybe that means um, waking up a little bit earlier. You can't wake up earlier. Maybe it's... um, Maybe it's not watching that last episode on Netflix that night, so that you can spend time doing something for yourself. Maybe it's telling the people in your house I just need five minutes to go go outside or to go be in the room by myself. It's also you know getting other people in your life to support you with that. Yes, but yes. I always I always feel like there's a way to find. At least five minutes. It could be 60 seconds where you're just sitting there, just you know, connecting with yourself. There's always a way, you know. It might not seem obvious, but if you just sit and think about it. if you sit and think about how to make time, I'm sure you can find
1: right away. And you know what? That gives another meaning to those power naps. Have you ever taken a five, 10, 15 minute nap and you woke up and felt like you slept for an hour? You just mm-hmm. needed that moment of time. But as mothers um, and mothers, more importantly, who are struggling to raise their sons and all the uh, different challenges that come along with that, sometimes we don't even feel like we have time for a nap. I I don't have time to sleep. I don't have time for a nap. I've got too much to do. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to add to you actually not being a mother and so I don't want to make that the focus here, because the focus is you being a light for those who are trying to find time in the course of their day. We want them to know that they can do it, That, and we want to give them strategies and tips, which is what you've done on how they can start to engage in self-care and how they can begin to take time to care for themselves. And then on another note, we have some moms who are so busy running after their sons and putting out the fires that their son is creating that they're taking care of his business and he can be five or he can be 35 or he can be 45 or he can be 55. But you are still running behind him, putting out his fires, and you're making his fires your fires, which guess what? It's taking away time from you. It's taking away time where you can be reading, you can be meditating, you can be praying, you can be exercising, you can be cooking yourself a healthy meal. And so having said that, um, Elle, what are some of the things that you engage in to make sure you take care of yourself or engage in self-care?
0: So as you were breaking that down, a couple things popped immediately into my mind. Mm -hmm. The first being boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that. But then Mm -hmm. also there's different forms of self-care. So what might be a form of self-care to someone that might not work for another person? And mm-hmm. I personally experimented with different forms of self-care to find what works for me. Okay. Um, so one of them is meditation. And a lot of people, when they hear meditation, they think, you know, just sitting down with your legs crossed and your hands in a certain way with your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. That's one form of meditation, but that's not the end-all be-all. Um, there are so many different kinds. You you could do a walking meditation. It might mm-hmm. just be you going to walk around the block or walking in your backyard or walking around the house, walking in the basement. Um, you can do a... I've done meditation where I sit with my coffee or tea and I'm just being quiet and just enjoying every moment as I'm sipping, paying attention to how it tastes in my mouth, Ooh, that's how nice. it smells that's nice. uh-huh.
1: or how
0: the, how the steam, like paying attention to how the steam is flowing. That's a form of meditation. Some people do a running meditation where you're running and you're just with yourself. So there's so many different kinds. It doesn't have to be this way or that, or if some person online says you have to do this to meditate, It's what, it's about you and what works for you.
1: Mm -hmm. And so
0: um, another form of self-care that I personally am a big believer in is journaling. I journal almost, almost every day. I do skip days sometimes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, I find journaling to be a way for me to, you know, just get the, a lot of many thoughts that are swirling about this. It could be stress about work or, you know, maybe it is stress about your son or something he did, but having the opportunity to just get it out without being interrupted, without someone else giving you a rebuttal, that, that can lead to so many different things. And I have recently started doing something called morning pages, or it's also known as free writing, where you just commit to writing out three pages every single day. It doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't have to make sense. It's just whatever your brain, whatever your hand is led to write, just write it down. And that just, you know, helps you get things out. It's like a brain brain drain. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So that's another form of meditation that, you know, I love journaling, but this is just a free way of going about that. And so um, there's so many different forms of self-care for some people. it's It might be shopping or, sometimes sleep. I have a list of things that if I'm feeling a little off or a little down, I actually have a list of things that I do that I know. These are the things that make me feel happy. And one of them is just going outside and taking a walk. I like to be in nature. So another time, other times I want to just take a nap. Yeah. So I think it just identify, experimenting and identifying things that work for you. And you just use whatever time you have. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of time, but just giving yourself the space to
1: um, to try, to do
0: something for yourself and prioritize yourself
1: in that moment. You know what, El? I thought about something as you were talking, taking time for self. You said a lot of things that involved the word self, but I just thought about something there are women that are listening right now who don't even like themselves, let alone be alone with themselves. And so we do uh, of journaling in uh, Dr. Leslie Inspires. We encourage uh, journaling, journaling. We even have um, a journal that comes with the book, uh, the one that, uh, is available on Amazon, setting boundaries with your son or setting boundaries with your African-American son. Uh, It's powerful to journal, to write down and do a brain dump Um, because you might have to get to the point where you start to write and read later and, and start to get reacquainted with yourself. Do you even know yourself anymore? What do you see when you look in the mirror? You are saying, Oh, I don't even like what I see. You, you're looking at your son and you're seeing his father and you don't like what you see. You can be still married, and you look at your husband and you don't like what you see. But one of the things that goes with you, no matter where you go, it's you. And so all of these strategies, all of these skills and tips that L is giving you on today. Uh, I would like to suggest that you listen to this podcast over and over as much as possible and get to the point where you implement at least one strategy a day or try one strategy for the week, try it for the month, as long as you are starting to become acquainted or reacquainted with yourself. Because part of the reason why you may not be doing it is because you might not like what you see anymore. Perhaps you've gained a lot of weight. Perhaps you, I mean, you just don't look like what you used to look like. You just don't feel the way you used to feel. Well, it is up to you. And just like Elle said, once you make the decision to decide that things are bad enough, they are bad enough, and I, and I have to do something about it. And then I want to encourage you to uh, pray and seek God's face and ask him, what can I do? We've given you some tools on today, but ask God to give you the wisdom, you know, on what to do and how to do it. Because maybe so many people are pulling on you, they're pulling on your time that you are so used to responding. You haven't learned how to say no and take control of your time, take control of your money, take control over what it is you do. Um, it's going to take some time for people to not pull on you. And I know um, just from personal experience, uh, Elle, when she decided to cut out weekends you know, on somebody else's uh, work schedule, and she decided, I'll work on the weekends on my time, on my schedule, but I don't necessarily want people to call me and and dictate or you know, say that they need this or need that. She has done a great job in pushing. How, how are you able to do that, L? Because that's what mothers are trying to do. Once they say, okay, I am going to take time for myself. People are so used to pulling on them. It's how do they get to the point where they don't respond or they respond without feeling guilty or respond without hurting the feelings? Or does, do the other person's feelings even matter? How do they start that process?
0: Well, one thing I did was identify what, what are my personal values? like What do I value in, in my life and what do I want my life to look like? How do I want to feel each day? And then once I got an understanding of that, then it was the next biggest thing and probably the most important thing was learning how to set boundaries with people. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. when you- need, The word boundaries again. Yeah, when you, you get clear about how you want your life to look and feel and getting clear about what those boundaries are. What does it look like when someone crosses your boundary or in how to communicate those boundaries? All of that is, you know, how you start to, I don't know, feel in more control of your life. So for the instance of me not working on weekends with my freelance clients, I said, hey, I didn't say, hey, I said it in a nice way. I had a conversation and said, you know, I, I'm working, these are my working hours, you can expect me to respond during these, these hours at this time, I'm no longer available on the weekends. And I let them know, hey, it's because I'm really working to get more work life balance, because that's really important to me. If I have work-life balance, then I can be, you know, my best self when I'm working on your projects. You'll get the best of me if you respect these boundaries. And I communicate that from the very beginning when I start working with people. And every single person that I work with says, hey, I really like how clear you are about the way you work and what I can expect from you. So, you know, if I, if you send me an email on Saturday and I'm not responding, You're not like, oh, why didn't she respond? Like, why didn't she, you know, it's not any kind of surprise. You already know if you send me an email on Saturday, you're not gonna get a response until Monday. So that just helps me feel better and it helps my clients um, feel better when they're working with me. Um, And also, you know, in your personal relationships, of course, you have to set boundaries as well. Um, You know, it's a famous saying, you have to treat people how to treat you. Or teach people how to treat you. So um, you know that applies to my life as well. That's something that I hold as
1: a priority. That's great. And um, before we close, I wanted to ask you a few questions about Dope Travelista because that is the title and that is the name of your company. Where did that come from?
0: So a lot of people, um, when they hear dope travelista and they see me online or on social media, they assume that I'm talking about myself. And of course, yes, I think I'm dope. Um, but to me, it's really about the brand was created to empower women to, um, to travel and create a life, you know, that they can be proud of, they can be happy with. Um, with the topics that I mentioned earlier, with the travel, mental beauty, and the freedom lifestyle and work from anywhere. So Dope Travel Lisa is really about the women that are next with the brand. I think that, you know, I've dope when traveling or in on- my online experiences, since we're not really out in public, um, still in the middle of a pandemic, but I meet so many dope women and I just they inspire me, you know, it's, I think we can learn so much from other people. And so I like to connect with people Mm -hmm. that are doing great things with their lives. And I learn, and maybe it's something that I will incorporate into my life. You know, a lot of the practices that I have, I didn't always do those. It's just that I probably met someone or was inspired by someone that I just saw online. I decided to try it out for myself and see if it works for me. So a lot of things for me is, is about experimentation and seeing what, what works for me and what doesn't. If it doesn't work out, I tried it and I can move on. So that's pretty much how I approach a lot of things in life. I tried it, didn't work. Okay, move on.
1: That's right. That's right. And I think the important thing in that is you don't keep doing the same old thing that's not working. You've mm-hmm. got to try something different. And L, when I looked up, because I'm going to once we post this podcast, it's based off of keywords that people are searching. and I'm looking. But I did a keyword so search on Trabalista. And you wouldn't believe that, I mean, like I hadn't really heard that word too much. But over 300,000 people are keyword searching Travelista every month. (laughs) So I hope your website is ready because after we put this out and start, um, you know, start putting it out there, Travelista is one of those words that I had not heard that much, but people are definitely searching it. Uh, every month. So uh, thank you for that. I was looking for it. (laughs) So I guess um, as we close, I think we've pretty much said uh, and have given the words of wisdom, but what would you say to a woman who is struggling with her son struggling for time. And I think you've done an excellent job again, because you are the master of the dope travelistas of travelistas. (laughs) What words of wisdom would you like to provide as we close?
0: Well, you know, when you travel and the flight attendant always tells you when you're there's an emergency and you're traveling with someone else to put your mask on first before you can help other people. And I really believe that if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not being you're not putting yourself in the best position to help anyone else. That includes your son. So you have to take care of yourself, too. that includes your, your mental health and your physical health and your spiritual health. So when you learn how to take care of yourself and at least make some time for yourself, and I, I keep hearing myself saying the word self since you pointed out earlier, mm-hmm. but yeah, when you learn how to take care of yourself, then you can be a better in a, in a better position to help your family. So that's one thing I will want mom to keep in mind. Don't yeah. neglect yourself because it'll show up
1: everywhere else in your life. Amen. And you know, that's actually a chapter in my book, Setting Boundaries. Oh, and that reminds me, I have a copy of your book that I borrowed um, that I didn't get a copy of, but I got from someone. Um, your journal on the, uh, I think it's the Chronicles of, Dope Travelista.
0: Chronicles of a Dope Travelista. It's a travel journal.
1: Yeah, a travel journal. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: So um, that idea was sparked from my very first solo trip to Bali. And one of my clients at the time who um, I I worked with a lot of therapists and wellness um, clients in my business and she recommended that I get a journal and write down my experiences while I'm traveling. And I kind of thought, oh, you know, that's a cute idea. <laughs> but I didn't really think I would do it. And so I, I bought the journal. And um, my very first day in Bali, I woke up and I I had a bit of anxiety. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, did I really just travel halfway around the world, around the world by myself. And I was staying for six weeks. So I just like the shock that I was, I was alone for six weeks in a whole nother country. So Uh I started journaling in that journal. And so um, the idea of the travel journal came up for other people that are traveling because it has guided prompts in there. So things that you may want to ponder on um, and to keep track of your own travel experience, because for me, a lot of fun part in just going back later on and seeing, you know, what that experience was, how I felt at that time and how I've changed, learned and grown from it. So I've created the travel journal to help people with that.
1: That's good. And what are some of the where are some of the places we talked earlier about you working from anywhere and encouraging mothers, uh, you know, as part of their, their self care? you changed your work schedule, the way that you work into freelancing and you decided to travel around the world in order to, uh, as a way to keep your peace and, you know, de-stress. What, where are some of the places that you've been around the world?
0: So I've been to, well, I mentioned Bali. I've been there a couple times for extended period of time. So it's my favorite place so far. Um, I've also been to um, Australia, Thailand, Paris. Um, I spent some time working in Morocco, in Vietnam. It's, those are the ones I can think of like very quickly, but Bali has definitely been my favorite, favorite place and the place that I probably get the most questions about. I truly believe it's a magical place for everyone.
1: <laughs> really?
0: At some point in time. Where were it's you? It's like the perfect place for um, awareness and getting connect reconnecting with
1: yourself. Wow. And then a lot of people that know you uh, that know me and know you, they ask how is she able to afford afford doesn't she work how is she able to afford to go to all of these places and then we're going to end on that note but how are you able to afford to go to all these places
0: yeah i get that question some people joke that i don't work <laughs> or i have a rich boyfriend that's like, tommy, no <laughs> said, like tommy you yeah, ain't got no style
1: i said you like tommy yeah i've heard that <laughs>
0: Right. So um, with my freelance work, I can work anywhere that I have Wi-Fi. So that means, you know, I, I can choose to be in California like I am right now or I can choose to go to a whole nother country. As long as I have Wi-Fi, I can make money. So that's the freedom that freelancing has given me. So I'm truly grateful for that. Wow. So I do work. I do work. (laughs) It's, um, you know, it's possible to make money, um, from a lot of different ways. You don't have to just follow the traditional path. It's for some people and not for others. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: And you know what you just said something that's a whole different topic. And I tell the listeners often that I have a topic for every single day of the year. Unfortunately, we only upload every Sunday. You can find your podcast. You can find Dr. Leslie Inspire's podcast every Sunday. So you need to subscribe and then leave us leave a message on, on your thoughts on that particular podcast. But what Elle just said is a whole nother topic. So we'll just have to have her on again, but we're gonna get ready to close right now. But again, you can join us every single Sunday just subscribe and it'll come straight to your phone. Um, L, we thank you so much. You provided us with so much wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in so many different uh, areas of our lives in terms of de-stressing and self-care that I believe um, anyone, not just mothers, but I believe anyone who was listening today found some value or found some type of uh, information, tips that they can take away and start today, you know, and all starting with making a decision. So we just thank you so much. And if you don't mind, I'd like to um, close out in prayer, uh, and then we'll just go from there. But thank you, everyone. Like, subscribe, and thank you so much for joining our podcast on today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for allowing each and every person at the sound of our voice to hear this podcast with Elle and Dope Travelista. Father God, I pray that you increase her business a hundredfold, give her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on how to help all mothers come into her path, all the ones that you have selected for such a time as this. And we pray that she has said something that will enlighten, inspire, and empower uh, a mother who is struggling with their son. We just thank you, O oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Thank you, Al. Amen. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to
0: this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drleslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.